And we are back with another episode of From the Rafter. Sam and I are here recording on Monday, May 9th. It's soon to be Monday, May 10th. We're recording this at 11.38 p.m. after the Celtics game four win versus the Milwaukee Bucks. We we hopped in the room before we recorded, just just juiced, just absolutely amped up. Like, oh, this series, man, like, side note, I know I started last episode after game three with a side note of, okay, like, let's take a look from the perspective of an NBA fan. This series is everything you want from a playoff series. Just like like it, it felt like Boston versus Brooklyn was heading there until Celtics managed to pull it out. This is everything that series promised to be. Like it's just it, it, incredible. I'm 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 on top of the world after that win. Green glasses back on. Mm. Al Horford just just can we just start? Can, can we just start with the man, please? Oh my god. Hey, listen, <sighs> like I I was on the Horford train. I said you got to get this guy back here. He rules. I know. He's he's got stuff left to give. He willed the team to victory today. Tatum Tatum was also great down the stretch. You have to give him his props. He figured out whatever was wrong, but Horford absolutely was the lifesaver in the third quarter when they really were getting dominated by Giannis. Giannis was getting anything he wants. There was no problems for Giannis going inside, and Horford was the guy kind of uh, keeping them in the game, making the shots that kept the runs from going out. You have to credit Derek White, too. He made a couple big threes uh, in timely moments. It, th- those are things we've talked about earlier in the series, especially in, like, game one. They weren't able to make those timely baskets tonight. They made timely plays over and over again. Not only that, they managed to get stops down the stretch, which the team as a whole played great defense in the fourth quarter. They didn't foul. Jalen Brown had five fouls early in the third. I think they challenged it. It got overturned. Then he had five. I and that was four. well, I don't know what it was. Cause they said before that he had four, I think I it's remember. five because they took him out right after and he didn't come in for a while. Yeah. But Derek yeah. white stepped up huge in those minutes where Jalen had to sit out. And of course the main man, Al Horford, uh, you know, turning it back is he even turning it back anymore Just... he's doing it on a regular <laughs> basis this is back-to-back games we were talking about on the pregame show man like wow like you kind of wasted a big Al Horford game 22 and 16 guy comes out and bangs out a career high in points like are you kidding me and again Just... with the timely baskets he wasn't just putting up like garbage time buckets he willed them back into the game he made a big pull-up three to give him the lead in the fourth quarter. Big and one to dunk on Giannis. You name it. Fantastic. I mean, Sam, the Celtics shot 84.2% in the fourth quarter. Well, they should just, do that more often. Just, just absolutely dialed in. They missed one three. They shot four or five from three. They they 14 of their 19 shots were not threes. And I know you love that. I know you love that stat, Sam. It, it, it was just... Al Horford had 16 points in the fourth quarter. He 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 was Change locked Isaiah. in. It just, I, I mean, you can't ask for much more. 43 fourth quarter points. The Bucs were locked in. They shot 48% from the field, 50% from three in the fourth. The Celtics just killed them even more. And you can't even, you can't say enough about Al Horford at this point. It's just, like you said, it's not even like he's turning back the clocks anymore. He's just that guy. And it, that Kemba trade, everything you wanted, 16th overall pick. Be a fan of Al Perrin Sangoon all you want. Al Horford is providing things for the Celtics team that you couldn't ask for from any other player in the NBA. It's just, it's incredible. I mean, pay the man whatever he wants this offseason. You can't let him go. I don't pick care up how the old option. he is. Yeah, pick up the option, obviously, as if that was a question anymore. What did he finish the game with? 30? He had 30. He had 30. 30 and 8. Dude. Oh my god. 30 and 8, 5 per, uh 5 of 7 from behind the three-point line, 11 of 14. Just when you thought everybody <laughs> should play like this. It's not that hard. He's he's old and he's doing it. Come on, Bro, man. Like in our last podcast, I think maybe I said it. You probably can't expect this from Al again. And I was right. Because I he agree you, with you. I said that's he, a lot for him to do and guard on the other end. And and we were right because he gave you more mm. than he gave you in the last one. It's just Well, he only got half the uh, rebounds today. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take take it all away. Take it all back. Come on out. Get on the glass. And in all seriousness, we can get in this later. They need to get on the glass a little more. Yes. Uh, but they fixed that though. <laughs> they did. They made an adjustment, they but uh, it's valid. 
I'm not ready to get off of Al Horford yet, though, man. I just let's just break a little bit of it down. Giannis, you messed up. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't yell it out, man. Uh, evidently, you yell it's it out. Face Horford just nods. Yeah. By the He's way, like all right, weak tech, very weak tech. Admittedly, from a Celtics fan, don't weak like tech, that tech, but it's consistent with other techs they give. They they yes. give that tech. It's it's going to be a tech. I thought it was a little preemptive i think you should have given him a little more leeway uh it is the playoffs i mean come on give us a break i also thought it was it was very ironic that milwaukee fans were appalled when al horford uh accidentally hit Giannis in the face with an elbow when Giannis literally elbows every single Celtics player on it this isn't me saying you know throw Giannis out of the game give him text etc it's just if Giannis is doing it every play and you're not calling it Let's, let's calm down a little bit when Al does it one singular time. Mm. And Al's Al's was bad. He got him good, and it was it was deservedly so attack. Um, but let's be a little consistent because if Jalen Brown's getting elbowed in the face on a drive and it's a foul on Jalen Brown, mm, again, I'm not going to complain. Celtics won the game. It was a phenomenal game, but that was <clears throat> a little bit uh questionable. Al Horford though, just I, I, you can't say enough about the guy. Thirty five. He, well, he, he's old. just killing himself on both ends of the floor. He he is like I tweeted the the picture of the guy like yelling at the other person saying we're winning today that was Horford like he he said we are not going to lose this game yeah. I was watching the game I am one of the more cynical people when I watch the Celtics I always think the game's over after whatever run like in the third quarter I was like oh my god like this Me is too. this I was is panicking. the end like they they are dead in the water. They're panicking. They're taking a lot of rushed shots, rushing offensive possessions, turning the ball over. They can't get a stop. Horford stabilizes that, and then they come out in the fourth quarter and just dominate. That that is this is a historical night we just watched. Usually, I get hopped up on home games. I love home games. I love when the crowd yeah. gets into it. But that that is a legendary performance. Just... Like you you do not see. <laughs> stuff like this this mm-hmm. i i don't really have words for it. it's incredible what he did tonight incredibly efficient it's everything you want out of a big night from somebody and again just the timely baskets the only one he missed that was timely <laughs> at the end of the third quarter the three that uh, last it one, rimmed yeah. out but even uh, in, early on when they couldn't buy a basket he comes out makes a jump shot makes it three. Just, you just can rely he makes the pull up three and transition in the fourth are you kidding me <laughs> that that was stuff he wasn't even doing the first time he was on the Celtics. No, he looks more athletic for, somehow, right? Am I wrong? Does he not look like younger now than he did when he was in Boston the first time? He it's, he uh, looked in this series and in, in this playoffs this is the best I think he's ever looked. I agree, which is incredible. And he looked good to start the season. He he slowed down a bit. You know, people were you know whatever about him, but. In this playoffs, he's been phenomenal. I don't know what he's done. Or are we all <laughs> going to start slamming chocolate milk? So that's what we got to do because that's what, that he, what he does. he's doing in the locker room after the game, drinking a chocolate milk. Love it. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Al Horford. I mean, we spent eight minutes talking about Al Horford to start the show, and it doesn't feel like enough. I died. Uh, it's just Wow. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm speechless. That performance was that's what you wanted from Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. Oh, they're game, lifting. They're lifting post game. <laughs> you looking? Are you looking on Twitter right now? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Wick oh Wick God. walks walks in the weight room. They're all lifting. Horford doing lunges. Who tweeted that? I need to see uh, for myself. Rob Green tweeted the video, but I think it's from overtime. So if you follow them, shout out Rob Green. He always is liking the tweets, and he's working his ass oh, off God. writing. We see him. Rob's a cool guy, yeah. Oh, I see it. Tatum posted it there. Oh my god! Did you see what? Um, we can transition topic a little. There was a video. Uh, Celtics in the locker room. Daniel Tice goes, and we didn't even play well. I did see that. Yeah, <laughs> that just which is true. Like so the, right. There was a. I mean, you you mentioned we can get into the the duality. Uh, let's speaking with Sam. Duality <laughs> of the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the fourth quarter box score up. I have the third quarter box score up. Now, when you were talking about uh, the fourth quarter earlier, the 84%, they only missed three shots, which is absolutely crazy. <laughs> Just, but uh, 19 shots, like you said, only five were threes. Yep. This kind of thing is not a coincidence. They worked extremely hard to get good shots in this quarter. They were not being impatient. 
They were working the ball. They were moving the ball. Marcus did an excellent job, especially in the closing minutes of the game, to get into the post and take whoever he had. Huge. So 19 shots, they made 16, and they made four of the five threes they took. Okay? Now, let's look at the third quarter. They shoot 10 of 25, which isn't horrible. It's not ideal, but it's it's 40%. They lose the quarter by six. They take 11 threes. That was when they were in more of a panic mode. They figured out finally that when things are going wrong, when you need to make timely baskets, which has just been a theme throughout this whole series, I guess any close series is going to be. But in the games, literally all of them, Mm -hmm. except for game two, game two was just kind of a wash. Game one was close at times. It ended up being a blowout because they didn't make timely baskets. They get back in the game in game three by making them, and then they kind of crap out at the end. It's whatever. They gave a good effort, and it carried over to today. They they had the confidence that they could do it, and it it definitely boosted. Even though I was worried before the game, I was like, game three really might be a missed opportunity. It might be you had them. This was the game you had on the road. You had to win one on the road at least, and you let it slip. You had the lead with less than a minute to go. Missed a couple threes, which were fine shots, but you don't come out on top. Tonight, they do it again, and they said, all right, we'll close this time. And, yep. and you got to put take your hat off to Tatum, too, who struggled pretty pretty poor, kind of, throughout the game. In the third quarter, he was 3 of 10, which was rough. It was the was worst it? 30 points you've ever seen. I'll put it that way. Well, yes and no. He was all right the, in the first the half. Fourth- the fourth quarter was was clutch. He pulled. He, he came will, up big in the fourth. But he was he was five of six in the fourth with fifteen points. No, sorry, twelve points. Great, great closer performance from Tatum. That three was big. I mean, he was throw, he threw up the circus shot and made it. Yeah, that's I called it the Luca shot. That that was the Luca that's shot. That's something Luca would do. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I, I'll tell you what. If it was the other way, now this is one thing I will say. If that was Giannis falling over some dude doing that, it would have been a foul. It would have been a foul. Yes. And Tatum gets uh, a decent whistle. It's not. It's no superstar whistle. He's getting there. But I'm telling you right now, well, if, if Giannis did, both dudes would have fell. That's why. They I think the whistle was still bad in this game, I think, for both teams. I still think it was it was not, It was tough not consistent. It was Giannis, like – some of those Al Horford fouls were questionable. I, I noticed it the most with him. Early, early in um, the game, it was rough. Yeah. All five starters had a foul within like the first five mm-hmm. minutes. It was a Tony Brothers game. But listen, mm-hmm. I said this after the last game. Just play better. And the only one. It. The refs the didn't only, matter today because yes. you yeah, won. The, <laughs> yes. The only foul, though, out of the ball that really pissed me off. Is Daniel Tice just not allowed to set screens anymore? Like, is he just not allowed to set? One of them was illegal. The George Hill one was not him. (laughs) The George Hill one was was ridiculous. Yeah, the other one was illegal. He he pulled him. And then, I'm sorry. (laughs) Peyton Pritchard's allowed to box out, guys. Like, he's allowed to box out just because he's as tall as Giannis's legs. No, no, no. That foul really wasn't on Pritchard. It was on Grant. Grant came barreling over, and they did them a favor by calling it on Pritchard. Oh, okay. okay, Because Grant had, like three or four fouls at the time or whatever period in the game it was he had he, he was in like the danger zone for fouls okay so they did him a favor and called it on Pritchard I'll accept that I'll those accept are that. those are things they do like which is like fine like good they helped him out and, mm-hmm. you know people are going to complain <laughs> they're like Pritchard can't box out like yeah he boxed mm-hmm. him out well but Grant just came over and like ran him over and they were like, all right, Colin Pritchard because yeah. Grant already had and Grant's been an important player. Grant, by the way, who's not good as a starter. He continues that trend when he starts yes. in games. We talked about this pregame and this was a situation for him to succeed as a starter. And he came out and he was just running around with his head cut off, man. He was in the first quarter, like indecisive or uh, like spazzy out there. He's doing too the much. ball away. He, he tried to take that tough three. Oh, that got my blocked. God. What? Sorry. I'm watching Grizzlies, and they just made a half-court shot at the buzzer. For Another one? Picks. They made one last yeah. game, too. <laughs> yeah, oh, one. man. If that it was, was me, Desmond Bain. Oh, it's Desmond Bain. He just made, like, a floating three-point off-bout. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Distraction. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Grant Williams, another messy game for sure. Derek White came in clutch uh, with those minutes at the end of the game. It was about all, all you could ask uh, from Derek White. 0 for 12 
opponent's shot when guarded by Derek White as the primary defender. I saw that tweet out there. It's just incredible. The one thing I wanted to talk about, mm. we can transition here. Sorry, I, I took the nose spray because if we've gotten comments about my <laughs> stiffly thing, you saw me leave for a second. Dude, YouTube, I have I had like congestion for like the last nine months. I, live I got with sick in the summer. I don't think it was COVID. <laughs> And I'm sure everyone's gonna love hearing this, but like I've had like phlegm in my throat for the last nine months, or like <laughs> oh my my, my right nostril is like clogged all the time. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what this to do. This works about wonders. This. It's called allergy nasal mist. Yeah, but CBS. I don't have allergies. I'm just it doesn't my matter. My body's broken. It doesn't matter. It declogs everything. Trust, 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 right. trust. I, I do a lot of spitting, which everyone wants to hear. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, the one thing I wanted to talk about through four games it's become clear that the key in this series for the Celtics is stopping Drew Holiday. Slowing mm. down Drew Holiday will win you the game. Game one, he didn't shoot the ball well. He didn't shoot the ball like well at all this series, really. But the two games that the Bucs won, in game three, Holiday had 25 points on, again, not very efficient shooting, 36% from the field, uh, 30% from three. But he had 25 points, seven rebounds, <laughs> excuse me, three assists. Like he played well. And then in game one, which I'm going to try to find here on the uh, on the go, in game one, Drew Holiday had 25 points again. Again, not efficient shooting, 40% from the field, 60% from three, three or five, so that's good. But in the two games the Celtics have won, he's played bad. They've focused on him, and they make it hard on him. And after the game, they said, we're targeting Drew Holiday on defense, which is something you don't hear. And it's because they said he's being forced to be so mm. much of an offensive presence due to Chris Middleton's absence that they're trying to target him because he's tired. If you stop Drew Holiday, it doesn't matter how much Giannis scores. What did Giannis have tonight? Giannis 36. had 34 points, 18 rebounds, 5 he assists. He had a monster game. <laughs> he he was wasn't great. really that efficient. What no, was but he it? played 32 great. shots. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they did a good job on him, as good as you could do. He but, missed half his free throws. Yep, Drew Holiday, though. Times. Drew Holiday, yeah. 16 points, Oof. 5 of 22. You stopped Those are him. Kyrie numbers. <laughs> you stop Drew Holiday. That that's become the key to series for me. Um, I think you slow down Drew Holiday, you win the game. Uh, and like we've been saying, let Giannis kill. You stop the mm. rest. That happens, and that's what they did with Drew Holiday. So that that made me happy. Yeah, Holiday, you're absolutely right. It was a real pain in the ass in Game Three. Uh, I don't know how many points he had, but he obviously made the big shot. 25. Made a lot of big shots in the fourth quarter. The few baskets they got while the Celtics were rallying back, he was a part of, and <laughs> yeah. they didn't have an answer for him. So. They they have the right idea, like like you said, that they said. If they go at him, mm-hmm. he has to work, whether it's offensively or defensively. And so far, he's been Noel Horford, who's who's doing both. <laughs> you know, yeah. He's he's either giving you one or the other. Tonight, he was decent defensively. Uh, you know, nobody's perfect. He, he Smart was not posting him at the end, was he? Yeah, he was. Uh, well, one of them was. was. I think the other post up was Grayson Allen, but one of them was. True holiday, if I remember but, correctly. Yeah, he, he's got to work on one end and he's got to make up his mind. And they need him to do both. And so far, you're right. And I hadn't even really thought of it, but it's glaring. He hasn't been able to do both. You got to make no. the guy work. And and he is an annoying player in this series to me. I don't feel like he's that great of an offensive player. But he's when not. he starts making shots, I get kind of annoyed. Another guy, Brooke Lopez, I've had enough of. Dude. When he tipped in the missed free throw, <laughs> that that to me, I really thought the game was over. Yeah. I was like, was oh, bad. oh, my God. Offensive rebounds, which we can get into now, were a killer in the first half. And I guess through the third quarter, because they didn't really play that well then either. Mm-hmm. But that was a glaring issue when the Celtics would struggle this season. Early in the season, they gave up a lot of second chance points. And they did again tonight. They managed to cut it out in the fourth quarter. I'm not. Let me see. I'm not sure that Milwaukee had an offensive rebound in that third quarter. Fourth. Quarter. Let me look. I I have it up. They fourth had quarter two, mm-hmm. and one was Brook Lopez, one was Grayson Allen. Yeah, I'm actually going to write something. Zero. I'm going to write something either tonight or tomorrow morning about Brook Lopez. Called look for it on Celtics blog. Brook Lopez is this is Boston's greatest hurdle because he has been so far. It's not Giannis. It's not Drew. It's not Grayson. Dude, I don't know how anybody. this guy it's is Brooke contributing. Lopez. <laughs> he is the most uncoordinated athlete I've ever seen. He He's yeah. like a dinosaur out there. He's just so big. He's massive. Mm-hmm. He moves like Godzilla. He's just, yeah. he's not like bowling dudes over like Giannis, like everyone's complaining about. 
but he's just so awkward. The travel was fantastic, by the way. When he <laughs> tried funny. like posting up, and then he just did like a 180 like turn, like he jumped mm-hmm. and did a 180. It five offensive rebounds. Yeah, it's he's just, a pain in the ass, man. He's, he's just so you. damn big. When Milwaukee was hanging with the Celtics in the fourth quarter, it was because of him. Mm-hmm. He had, uh, let's see, he had 10 fourth quarter points. Like, give me a break. And not only that, and I haven't dove into the film yet. I'm still working on everything. The Celtics are afraid of Brooke Lopez, and that that's what's killing them. Tatum is afraid to drive into the paint when Brooke Lopez is there. Jalen Brown is afraid to drive into the paint when Brooke Lopez is there. Everybody on the Celtics is afraid to drive in the paint when Brooke mm-hmm. Lopez is standing there because he's such a big-time interior force. He had what? He only had one block in this game, Sam. It felt like he had nice. seven. I know, and it felt like he had seven. That, that's the, the presence he has. And if, if you really want to get crazy, think of it like this. When Rob has started, well, I mean, in general, Milwaukee has won every opening tip this series. So he's out-tipping Rob who can jump out the gym three times in a row. He, mm-hmm. he can get his hand high up. So he is going to block shots. He's just massive. Mm-hmm. And the big reason I just thought of this now. And again, I'm going to go into the film and figure this out later. You know how Marcus smart got those two big time shots down low in the paint in the fourth yes. quarter. It was because of Al Horford because Al Horford wandered out of the paint and took Brooke Lopez with him. He said, right. Brooke, you're coming with me. I'm going to nail this three if you don't. Brooke Lopez goes, yep, you know what, Al? You are right. I'm not letting you shoot a three. And Marcus got two tough shots, by the way. Huge shots by Marcus in the fourth um, that he drained over Drew Holland and Grayson Allen. So Brooke Lopez, realistically speaking, on the court, mentally, physically, technically, however other Lee you want to talk about, Damian Lee, David Lee, I don't care. He's the Celtics' biggest hurdle in the series. They need to attack him or they need to get him out of the paint. Because as we saw in game one, you can't take 53 pointers and expect that to be a valid option. And we've seen that in the last two games. They've realized they took 33 threes in game three. They took 37 threes uh, tonight or last night when you guys are listening to this. They found the formula. They found that sweet spot. You got to figure out a way to beat Brooke Lopez because he's been their biggest hurdle mentally and physically in this series. He, he's such an impressive defensive force. And they said this during the TNT broadcast. Uh, Milwaukee's defense was 14th in the regular season. And Brooke Lopez was yeah. out for the majority of the regular season. And they've skyrocketed to the best defense in the NBA uh, during the playoffs. And Brooke Lopez which, is which is something we all overlooked going into. <laughs> yes, it. very much. so. I, I'm completely at fault of that as well. I did that and I'll, I'll hand up. Milwaukee is amazing. And um, speaking of the broadcast, did you listen? I know you're at work during the game. I, I had it on. You know, I love Grant Williams. You mm. know, I, biggest Grant Williams guys. Oh, yeah. Stan Van Gundy loves him too much. And I will say that he just too much. He loves Grant Williams. I, I didn't much. pay that much attention to any of what <laughs> he, he was saying about Grant. I don't remember him saying every that. time on uncanny every time. Giannis scored. He goes, Boston's got to get Grant Williams in there. He okay, can do a he much did, better he job did, than Al I Horford. He can, he, they got to get Grant Williams in there. Grant Williams is guarded him on. I know. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Stan, you got to stop. I love Grant. Coming from the biggest Grant fan, if you listen, the OG you know how much Grant I love fan. him. Yes. You got to stop. <laughs> you got to calm it down. Every Boston Celtics possession was just Grant Williams, Grant Williams, Grant Williams. And the game three or game two or whatever, whatever last SVG game was, I loved it. He's pushing my agenda. You got to chill out. Stan, by the way, taking the side of the Celtics very with biased. the calls. Very biased. He He's really reason. saying like, like in the first quarter, he's like, I'm not sure that's a foul. I'm not sure that's a foul. He has had enough of the whistles as well. Mm-hmm. Very funny. Uh, it just, I love Grant. Man, you gotta get Kevin Harlan on these games, dude. I don't want to listen to Brian Anderson. I like watching <laughs> highlights, but when I have to listen to him on the the tape, it just doesn't do it for me. Is Breen ESPN? Mike Breen, Breen is on ESPN. Mark Bro, Jones is on ESPN. Who is fine? I love Mark Jones. He is fine. Mark Jones. Yeah. Who's this? I don't. Uh, after those two teams, though, on ESPN, I don't care for it. Let me see. ESPN Breen is the uh, A team. I'm pretty sure Jones is the B team. On TNT, the A team is Harlan Miller, and they've been on the West games. Anderson and mm-hmm. uh, SVG are on the East games, and I'm I'm not a fan of Brian Anderson. I, I don't know how many times I can say stop giving me him, man. 
And if you're uh, going to make us listen to him, at least you got to let NBC okay. get some rights here. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I got it. Uh, Mike Breen, Mark Jones, Dave Pash, who I don't know. He does college. Much. I was talking to a friend about this. Ryan Ruoco, Brian Custer, Beth Moens are play-by-play. Yes. But it, it's mainly Breen and Mark Jones who do it. Um, and analysts are Jeff Van Gundy, who I haven't seen much in the playoffs. I've seen Stan, who's TNT. Um, Mark Jackson, who I have seen, who I don't love. Mark Jackson, by the way, let's talk about this quickly before we – because <laughs> he he is in all of these coaching discussions, right? And this mm-hmm. guy on the broadcast is the biggest LeBron guy <laughs> always, always all over LeBron, always praising him. But then the reports come. He doesn't want the LeBron job. Yeah, I, why. I think why this How, is, he loves the guy. He doesn't want to coach him. Why? It's a backwards way of thinking. I think he's the perfect coach for LA because if he fails, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he fails. Like it doesn't affect him in any way. And I think mm. they all respect him enough. I don't know. That that's my weird take. Uh, anyways, the rest of them: Van Jeff Van Gundy, Mark Jackson, Richard Jefferson, Vince Carter, Hubie Brown, Doris Burke. Hubie's legend. But Hubie was great the other day. You know what? One thing I really Hubie? liked that I didn't love. No, no, no. I, I, I one thing I really liked that Hubie was saying during game three because he was on the call. He would really like try and put in perspective if you're rooting for this team, this is how you feel about whatever play it was. And I okay, actually yes, really like that. that because when you watch these national broadcasts, a lot of the times, like they just give you their opinion. Like, let's for instance, Stan Van Gundy today, right? If you're if you're watching the game and you want yep. Milwaukee to win, and he's talking about how he doesn't think all these things are fouls, like you're getting pissed. So so <laughs> shout out to Hubie on that man. Yeah, Hubie did that. Hubie's well. fine. He's fine. Yeah. Anyways, uh, wrapping back around, we kind of got off topic there. Um, we can talk about Al Horford. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just I can't get enough of Al. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, talk Derek White for a little bit. I know we mentioned him, but Derek White was he's absolutely awesome. phenomenal. Uh, in this game, as a defender, as just the the perfect player, well, one for three, three, not there, but yeah, he he did all right. I mean, he he was a great fill, and realistically speaking, as much as it's not a perfect comparison, he kind of took uh, Rob's minutes. He kind of took over as the Celtics shifted up, played one center for most of the fourth quarter because Grant was, I don't want to say unplayable, but it wasn't great. Uh, Derek White stepped up, man, big time. One thing you can say about Derek White, um, he did not take a single bad shot. I'm not convinced Derek White ever really takes a bad shot. If he misses a lot of shots, you start to get frustrated with it, which people on Twitter have been. But, yeah, he was one of three from three. Every single one of his threes I thought was a good shot. It, it looks like it's going to go in. He he has good form. He definitely knows how to shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. He was fine. He he made good cuts. He scored on the break. He made he made a big three. Finishes with eleven points. He had like four assists too. Helped on the glass. Derek White played a great game. Three assists, four rebounds, plus eighteen mm-hmm. for the night. You're right. He he was big filling in Rob minutes, and he was big when Jalen got into foul trouble. He played a lot of the fourth quarter. Derek White in the fourth quarter, the whole quarter, yeah. played the whole quarter. Yeah. Amazing, perfect. Uh, Marcus Marcus tweeted. <laughs> what do you say? Beautiful. Marcus Marcus tweeted. By the way, oh, when I'm almost he... thirty, when I'm almost thirty-six year old, please Lord, let me be just a fraction of the player Al Horford is. I mean, what an absolute amazing teammate and player. Big win, fellas. Marcus uh, was excellent ball. today too. He made a lot of great nice. drives. He took two. Uh, he took three threes, made two of them. Eight of Very thirteen, efficient. eight assists. Marcus played a great game tonight. I was talking to my buddy Devin, who's always in the pregame chat. Yep. About, you know, he loves to bust my balls when Marcus doesn't shoot well. Because it happens. Yeah, what he said tonight. Marcus will chuck. <laughs> no, he 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 likes him, but he's just like, oh, yeah, like your guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. What was he, like one of six last game or something like mm-hmm. something crazy like that? Something not great. But then he was like, oh, there's going to be that game. He's 8 of 12, 8 of 13 today. <laughs> he almost Five nailed it two, on the head. Three. Yeah, he was amazing. He was amazing. Eight but assists, he was dude. making really great like decisions yes he, yes, he was not assists. playing a lazy game i feel like in, in game three in particular he kind of played a lazy game i don't remember game two or game one i know game one they all kind of played lazy they were afraid to drive nobody was taking mid-range shots but i know for a fact today 
he he put his mind to it. He made some timely baskets, especially on the drive. A couple of left-handed layups. He's like one of the only guys taking layups. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's making a concerted effort. He he's seeking out contact rather than avoiding it, which is something the Celtics haven't done a lot this series, um, which they need to do moving forward, but you can't complain that with a 10-point win. So to circle back to Tatum, he really got going. Speaking of layups, he took a tough, tough layup. Like he got hit. Nothing yeah. was called and he it made it. And he that was... kind of got him going. It was mm-hmm. almost like he realized like, wow, like that's not impossible. I can do that. Yeah. And he and... kind of changed the way he was playing. He wasn't being overly aggressive, even at the end of the third quarter. Right. He drives and kicks it out to Al who misses the three. Yeah. But he had an OK look at the rim. Instead of taking the layup, he kicks it out for a missed three, even though it was a good shot. Like Al Horford was great tonight. Only missed two threes. That happened to be one of them. But he could have probably taken the layup. He just he just was feeling like uncertain. It seemed like he was uncertain a lot throughout the last two games. And he he something clicked for him today in the fourth quarter and he got confident again. And you know what, Sam? I really Really hope that carries over into next game. They need it better. He needs to, because I I don't know if I can handle another Tatum game three. And it it didn't happen tonight. Again, 30 points, although it didn't look like a Tatum 30 points. It looked like a ah, 30 points, if you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, next game, we need 30 points. We need you didn't feel like he was dominating the game, right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh man. He he did though. He took over for a period of time in the fourth quarter. That that third yes. quarter was bad for him. Three of ten. Uh one of three from three. Didn't turn the ball over though, which is good for him. Three assists. Um yes. but he he just struggled. He got cold and, and it hurt his percentages. It hurts the you know, the game you remember out of him. Al Horford's gonna get all the credit, but you have to credit Tatum too because he was big down the stretch. And again, it's the theme of the day. Timely baskets. Timely three he makes. Timely mm-hmm. scoop shot, Luca layup. Timely tough layup through contact to get some going. And big time from, three. From what I remember, big time three. He yes. didn't completely get cooked today on defense. He was a little better. There was a couple plays. There was one step through he gave Giannis that was like real weak. Like Giannis was pivoting and like on the third pivot, he just kind of gave up and let him go yeah, through. That was bad. But oh in man. addition. You know who did get cooked on defense? Jalen. Jalen got cooked. He was just watching defense. out there. What, yeah. I think in the second, well, he had five fouls. But in the yeah. second half, the first I, half, he wasn't out there as much. So that's yeah. maybe why I don't remember it. But in the first, first half, half was bad. bad. It was oh bad. Oh, my God. And I said this on the pregame. I'm, I'm hoping you remember it because I got the receipts. Why are we switching Jalen Brown on to Giannis? It he got some stops today. Work. No, he got like one. He got a couple. The majority, the, last game. the majority of them were Giannis blowbys. Giannis powered through. Giannis foul. Like you see that the Bucks are like adamantly attacking yep. that matchup. And I guess you got away with it because you got the win. But it was not an easy one. It was not no. a, a good one. It was an ugly win. I'm and not. Take I'm not sure you're going to see any more easy wins. Yeah, I'd love to see I, an easy win in Game Five. I would love to see. I two. tweeted. I tweeted this out. I said. uh I don't think, or sorry, I didn't think I could be more stressed watching a series than I was watching Boston, Brooklyn, and now I'm yeah, here. Yeah, that was a sweep. It's just, and I was, was still was stressed every game, stressed Me every too. game, and now I think this. when you're up on a team like that, like, I'm, I, there's almost, like, more pressure to me, like, as a fan. Well, especially, I was stressed in that series because I obviously don't like Kyrie, and so you don't want to lose to him. This series, yeah. you're stressed because the other team's actually real good. But you want to know like three, three, nothing. Yeah. On the nets. You're like, okay, you lose game four. Oh boy. Does Katie figure it out? Do you lose game five? And you have to go back for game six. Like you, I start thinking like that, like where it snowballs in my head. Like, oh boy, I Clay haven't Thompson, had that this series. Clay Thompson just hit a stupid shot in the corner. <laughs> Sorry. I've also got the stat news. Giannis is 15 of 49, 30% when guarded by Horford this series. He is 35-65 when guarded by anybody else. Just phenomenal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> clamps. Clamps. Um, you want to know how you know I was stressed? This, this is how you know. I, I'm sitting here watching the game. I go on TikTok during the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, during the commercials. I'm like, okay, 
just got to breathe. Just got to breathe. I turned my head up. I'm like, oh, Budenholzer put Javon Carter in. That's interesting. I'm still like sweating. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, <laughs> they gave up. There's 20 seconds left. I, I didn't even know that Budenholzer put the subs in. I was still sitting there like, this is an interesting sub from Budenholzer. What's he doing? And I realized, wait, we're up 10 with 30 seconds left. Like, that, There was the a play. They got an offensive rebound, I want to say. It was a six-point game. Grayson Allen gets a mm-hmm. wide open three. And I uh. said, that's going to go in. I said the same thing. I was like, oh, my God. And then they <laughs> missed it. Him. I was like, no, okay. no, he missed. He missed. And I was like, you know, that might you, be it. Dude, do you know what's killing me? Why are we jumping at every single pump fake, guys? What are you, what are you doing? Because In they're the closing court? out. They're closing uh, out so late because they were doubling on Giannis and helping on Giannis. That when he would kick it out, that? they were trying to just get out there to affect the shot. And they were the Wesley over, Matthew threes all came because someone jumped and he just pump faked, stepped to the side, hit another one. Grant did hit one big side step three, I remember, which was clutch. But yeah, man, you can't be jumping like that. Uh, you, you can't be jumping like that. Oh, Marcus Smart, by the way, also gets credit. He played really well on Giannis tonight, too. Like he guarded Giannis. Well, that, really well that's tonight. something they kind of found. When yes. things were going well in that fourth quarter, it was because Smart was picking up Giannis. He's it's almost like this, right? Marcus is small enough to where if he's getting hit by Giannis, it's like almost They'll call like, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, and he knows Giannis knows in his head that Marcus will he drew two charges on him today. He knows that he's at risk. Mm-hmm. Nobody else, Al Horford's not taking charges on Giannis. Grant took a couple no. in game two. That might be something to look for going forward, is if they keep putting him on Giannis, it allows them to have Horford down low on Lopez or Lopez. whoever the second guy is as the Rob role, if you will, and also to make mm-hmm. sure they're not getting so many offensive rebounds. That was an adjustment they made in that fourth quarter, only giving up two with Horford kind of helping to box out there. And Tatum had a great rebound yeah. game too. He did. Uh, needed, much needed. Him. And that was the first telltale sign for me. Right from the get-go, Tatum was all over the glass. Good. Last game, he only had one rebound, which is very uncharacteristic of Tatum. He was just kind of out of it. Today, he was locked in from the beginning. Didn't play great offensively until the end. But he he was trying to win. He didn't seem to panic yeah. too much. I'm not really sure he took too many bad shots. I, do you remember any bad shots from Tatum that really stick out to you? I, I don't. In, in, um, when we went through this last game, we had so many. We were like, this one, this one, this one. I feel like there was one or two that were ill-advised. I can't think of them mm-hmm. off the top of my head. I'm looking through right now quick. But I, from what I remember, most of them were good. I think there was one or two threes maybe that I was like, damn. I don't know if we should be taking that one here. He did shoot three of 10 from three. So it wasn't his best performance from deep. Um, but for the most part, like you said, he, he, it felt like he knew what he needed to do. Um, and, and he executed, which is good. He only took one shot in the fourth quarter, by the way, which is kind of wild. Um, Tatum. Oh, sorry. What he had is, six shots. He had 15, uh, 12 points. <clears throat> Sorry, I was I was looking at threes. I was looking at threes. He only took yeah, one three in the fourth quarter, which is good. Yeah. Which is, and it was, a, it was an good. appropriate time to take it. He had made yes. a couple baskets. He was <laughs> yes, in a rhythm in off a dribble. It wasn't early in the shot clock. That's one yeah. thing I really want to see them get away from. When when Milwaukee has really ramped up and gone on a run, it's been because they start rushing. And they, they speed yes. up the offense, which is something you keep hearing whether it's us or other people talking about it. You can't let them speed and you up like that. Speaking of speeding up, the Celtics played really well when they got out running. They, they When they mm-hmm. got out running, they got easy looks. Um, that Derek White dunk was great. They, they, they didn't force too many turnovers. The Bucs only turned, over, uh, turned the ball over seven times, but they were huge. And on the flip side, the Celtics only turned the ball over 11 times. It, every single one of them, it was always Bucks made them pay. Every like uncanny, true. just Milwaukee's great on capitalizing in off of turnovers, mm-hmm. which is partly honest. He's very good on the break. And also, Milwaukee deserves a shout out. They are playing just phenomenal defense, right? Like if yeah. you're forcing Tice to take two threes in a row on back to back possessions, like that's amazing defense. Like they're playing the Celtics just uh, uh, extremely well. They're playing them extremely well. I'm. I'm Losing my words here because it's late and I, I'm not fully. You're, you're going to need Rob back for game five, though. I think. <clears throat> yeah. I love Tice. I'm a Tice guy. 
but he was not good. You need today. Rob though. <laughs> I don't think good. you should I don't think Rob should play a ton of minutes, which he hasn't been so far. Mm. Um I think Horford needs to <laughs> needs to play 40 plus. Uh what did he play tonight? He played yeah, 41 played 40, 36. 40, yeah, he played like crazy minutes. But going back to Rob, the thing that's really helpful with Rob is one, you don't have to play Tice. And yep. he's <laughs> I mean, it's really just like the the improvement he is over Tice makes it easier when somebody Tice has have to one good down. play though. Tice had one good I remember it vividly. He he went straight up on Giannis and played great defense. He he's he's a nice backup to have. I'll put it that Tice way. Tice is nice good t- as a third guy. He's yes. fine. Yes. And he, he was a good he was good in the uh net series as the, the fill in. He was fine. This is just he not was. the series for Tice. No. If if they're playing Miami in the next round, it'll be a different story. He'll be able to play minutes and, and not be cooked. Like that's just how it is. It's just a bad matchup. Both Giannis and Brooke Lopez are just monsters, and he's not built for that. Yeah. Um, Boston won't be able – Boston was not the best team in game four. I'll put it that way. They they were not the better team. They played the better quarter. Mm. But I, I think one through three, the Celtics yeah. were the worst basketball it team. Felt, it felt like they were playing catch-up, which they were. They got off to a slow start, caught up in the second, had a chance to extend the lead before halftime. They did not. They had a chance to push it to six a couple times, and they went down one to go into the half. Disaster third again. Obviously. Just terrible. Yep. Third quarter bad. <laughs> but then, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'll take the fourth quarters, man. Oh, give, give me the I'm fourth not complaining. Quarters. And I'm again, not complaining. this is an improvement we've seen out of the Celtics through the playoffs. They've been pretty good in close games now. Every game against Brooklyn was close down the stretch. Game two was not close. Uh, game one was not close. Game three was close, and they managed to battle back. Again, kind of got unlucky at the end, missed some good shots, whatever. Today, again, executed well down the stretch, got themselves back into back-to-back games after being kind of out of both of them. I mean, I, I really thought the season was over tonight. For <laughs> I mean, I'm very cynical when I watch games. Every no, single too, thing is too, like, everything is like, oh, man, like that's it. I had thoughts. I was like, wow, this this I might not be able to watch Celtics basketball in a week. Like this is yeah. it's not great. Um, my point is, though, the Celtics were not the best basketball team tonight and they brought it back in the fourth quarter. They cannot get away with that. They 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 cannot continue to get away with that because I know we said it about Al, but I'm very confident the Celtics won't shoot 80 percent in the fourth quarter next game. And I know that maybe that's bold. Maybe I'm bold here, but I don't think that happens again. Oh, my they God. This cannot... game's close. Yeah, no, it's a great game. Golden Memphis, State brought it back. But when they're up two without John, Golden State just came back. They were up like ten. Really, they, they, Memphis was up a lot. Yeah, this is a good oh game. Boy, I predicted Memphis to win this game because I don't think they get punked twice in a row. They got blown out in Game Three, and I don't. Oh, think I know. But man, I mean, that's yeah, brutal man. if Golden State loses this. Hey, game. I was telling you and Tim this uh, on the pregame when we were debating Jaw for MVP. Grizzlies are good regardless, but. I uh, know. In all seriousness, they are, yeah, you're right. That that mm. is an ancient conversation that you were right about. <laughs> Wrapping back around, anyways. Um, Boston needs to do better. They mm. need to be get into the flow of their offense sooner. They need to take smarter shots sooner. Jason Tatum needs to yes. play like Jason Tatum sooner. Al Horford needs to continue to take whatever serum he's doing, special drink, whatever. He's going to get drug tested soon, probably. Uh, yeah, That's yeah fine. I was going to say Al Horford's surprise <laughs> drug test tomorrow. I saw that on Twitter. Um, yeah, man. And Jalen Brown needs to be better on defense. He's got to yep. lock in. You can't – he was – like you said earlier, I think you mentioned it. He was just helping unnecessarily. He was leaving people they, on the They've point fallen line. into traps of helping unnecessarily a couple times. Game one was a big one, right? They were helping on every time Giannis had the ball. Yeah. It was a double but, leaving a shooter open. Milwaukee made him pay tonight now they're helping on other people too though like it's not just Giannis, which is like why i'm not i'm not sure what i think of the helping i i don't know there are times it is appropriate like all right third quarter Giannis is doing whatever he wants you got you got to start you got you got to figure something out whatever they i think marcus may be the solution for that i i just think he is the perfect guy Giannis knows he can't like abuse him like the other guys because marcus will make him pay he's gonna go down he's gonna yeah, you know, flop if you will, but it's it's <laughs> at the point where it's a believable thing. And yeah, Giannis falling down from hitting smart is like really compared to like him hitting Horford and going down. You know what I mean? Those, like those interactions were weird today too. You you see when Giannis yeah he wouldn't take his hand Marcus like whatever. I don't know. Well, they, they're <laughs> Marcus said 
Well, Marcus said after the game, he goes, I was trying to help him up and he was just holding me so I wouldn't get back in the play. So I don't really know why like that was allowed. Really? Like if you I, if I you watch that. let me look. If you watch the replay, I, I mean I don't know how much truth there is to it. Giannis might just have not been paying attention. But if you look at it, Smart Smart is actively trying to help Giannis up, and Giannis is just kind of holding on to him without really doing anything, and then he lets go. Um I mean, they and then the, up uh, real bad. <clears throat> they did. But like watch, Marcus is trying to help him up for like 30 seconds, and Giannis is just like holding him there, which is weird. And then when Jalen got that play on Giannis and Giannis like grabbed the back of his neck. He, he obviously was trying to like say, Hey, like, sorry about that. And Jalen Brown was not having it. Um, very chippy series is getting very, very, very chippy, very fast, but uh, <laughs> it's just weird. And it, it's weird because you can tell just like Marcus trying to help him up. Giannis making sure Brown's okay. You can tell they care about and respect each other, but they're so locked in right now that they despise every single opponent. Like they hate each other, but you can tell that they respect each other. So it should be. It's crazy. Only yeah. Celtic with 30 points to playoff game. One Havlicek, 37. Two Horford today. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Say that's that. Havlicek at 37 had a 30-point playoff game. Horford was second uh, in age wow. to do that. Uh, on the Celtics, right? Not all-time. Yes. Yep. Crazy. I wonder what the all-time is. Let me, let me Google that real quick. <laughs> Oldest player for 30 points in NBA. Playoff game. Okay, it was Carl Malone who was forty. Okay, yeah, never mind. And then a lot of Kareem's when he was like thirty nine, forty. That makes sense. Um, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Al Horford's not on there. Al Horford though, the first player to score. Never mind. Chris Paul did it twice this year. Okay, irrelevant. Irrelevant information from Jack. Never mind. Uh yeah, man. Big, big, big game from the Celtics. Uh, got it was it. massive today. Today was the season. Just like every yes. time they've had the chance to have the season, you know, game two, game four, they've they've executed. They've been what they needed to be. And now, now they need to think capitalized. of game five as the season as well. Because I think if you lose this game at home again, it, you're cooked. Yeah. I mean, listen, you just won in Milwaukee tonight. Who's to say you can't do it again? But don't make it hard on yourself. Win, win the next game, will you? I'll put it this way. Boston, you have home court back. You got yeah. home court advantage back. You cannot. And it was this big thing going into the playoffs. You know what? Well, we're going to be hardos and play the Nets, which turned out to be fine. But going in, everyone's like, it was the big debate. Do you want to risk playing the Nets? So everybody thought we're going to be a pain in the ass yep. for home court. Or do you just want to play Chicago and coast and not worry about it? Now, yeah. I mean, here you are. You, you got it back, which is good. If If they lost today, I would have been real pissed about that. Just, just the mm-hmm. thought of of how much energy went into that conversation, it wouldn't even have mattered. Yeah, shout out though. I mean, shout out Boston. Fantastic, they got, they got home court back. Huge, Huge game. You got to give Ime a shout out. He adjusted mid game again, got them back into the mm-hmm. game. Obviously, the players are a part of it, but you know he's working out there, working the refs, showing them three fingers for how many uh, offensive fouls <laughs> he thought there were at a time in the game. I thought that was for three steps. I thought could he was have been travel. Well, the, the commentary said otherwise. They said I remember. They, yeah, they yeah. were guessing. Mm-hmm. Shout out, regardless, Boston. Got to keep it going. Cannot start off slow uh, at the Garden. We need another game too. Mm. You got. You got to. You got. They'll be ready. They, they'll be ready. <laughs> I in hope there. so. God, I would I be going. So. I'm working. Timmy G extended the invites. I I had to decline. Mm. I will be here. Yes. Be I actually told him I couldn't go because I was going to be in Ithaca. And now I'm not. So maybe oh, well, I'll go. No, no, go. <laughs> We'll see. I, no, I don't know if that'd be. Go. I don't know if that'd be good for my mental man. I I, I get. Go to I'm the game, I, bro. As I'm sitting here by myself, my sister came in. She goes, "Can I watch the game with you?" I'm go. If you don't speak, you can watch the game with me because I'm so. I'm the same. <laughs> if you're listening, let us know if you're like a freak when you watch the game. I don't like to be bothered when I. Me and my dad I'm sit there and watch the game and just watch in silence. I don't like. I to love go watching the game with my dad. Game. I don't like going to a restaurant if the sound's not on. I hate that. Very yeah. few times will I go to a friend's house to watch. It's an elite club. I will go watch a game with. Mm-hmm. I just I don't like not being on the couch for a game. Yes. I like go going to I game two was fantastic in the Ned series. It, it's funny when you're there. I don't get the same anxiety when I'm there for a game, where I hang on every single play. Yeah. See, I don't know. Maybe I'm a uh, like you said. I'm I'm cynical. I enjoy the anxiety in a weird way. I'm like. I need it. I need it. Anyways, uh, that's all I got. Got to come out with the energy. Can't start off slow in game five. It's going to be huge. Um, 
We've been loving. I I don't know about Sam. I think we talked about it. I've been loving recording right after the games. I think it's great to get the it's fun thoughts out. Yeah, and it's it's not a regular season game. I mean, if we did this after regular season games, I'm sure we could do it. The way you know we react to games, I'm not sure how sustainable (laughs) this is going to be when I go back to working in the morning, which will be Thursday. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. We'll figure it out. We're going to get these out for you if you you know I. I know when I watch a game, I'm excited to listen to stuff and see what people say. So it's fun we'll doing these it. after the game. We we have fresher takes and we remember things. I remember mm-hmm. things. I know Jack's always ready. Yeah, but. we'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it as always. Mm-hmm. Um, Al Horford, going to wrap the show with him as well. Just wow. Nothing nothing more you can say but wow about Al Horford. And uh, yeah, I'll throw it over to you, Sam. Yeah, guys, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're on YouTube, you're probably watching on Guy Boston or Bannertown. If that's the case, make sure you subscribe and leave a like. Uh, you know, I always go on and leave a like, not to you know, toot our own horn. I got to make sure I do it. <laughs> make sure we Love get it. the engagement. Uh, but we had a couple nice comments on the last one on the Guy Boston one saying we were unbiased and, you know, we weren't complaining that much, which is good. We try. I, I reel Sam in usually. I try to keep it unbiased. Hey, I am. I am always the last blame the refs guy. I hate. I know. I know. I know. I know. I never, even in the first half, they people <laughs> complain about the refs. It's like, just play better. And look, they did. Mm-hmm. And they won. Wow. Magic. Can you believe it? They, <laughs> they won a game where the refs might not have been the best. And guess who's talking about the refs? Like no one except for us right now yep <laughs> but yeah and if if you're listening on the the streaming platforms make sure you uh leave a follow that way you don't have to wait for jack to tweet the pot i had to remind him the other day he when did, he does but tweet did. it it did, did it does do come it. from at jack's one nba you can follow me at sam of france nba that's our show's coming. Jack, Jacko, come on